Welcome back, guys. How are you guys? I am so grateful that you're here with me another day, another episode, um, another few moments of your time. It's super early morning for me right now, sipping on tea. You may or may not hear the birds chirping, but I hope that you do. So it reminds you just like how good the world, how good the universe, how good God is. So I've been thinking, because this word has been sticking out to me for days now. Somebody had a conversation with me recently. I realized that it's on just different things around in my home. I actually ended up opening up a Bible verse, and it was in there as well. So I was like, okay, there has to be something. So knowing me, I had to go look it up to really see the different definitions that it was given. So the word is grounded. And how it came up in the conversation is that the person had mentioned to me how they were so grounded that they didn't feel that they needed something motivational to uplift them. And by all means, that is okay. I am not saying that that is wrong. Um, So I was like, okay, what does grounded mean? Obviously, another term for it is if you're grounding your kids, which currently right now, we're okay. But It happened to say, and I will give you guys the definitions that it gave me, balance, sensible, mentally and emotionally stable, makes good decisions, doesn't say or do stupid things, stable and sincere. And this last one is what really stuck out to me, which said, reacts calmly in a crisis. And it took me back to the conversation of how... um, Everyone was hoarding things due to the current situation right now. And it got me to think, I'm like, okay, but hoarding what? Hoarding the normal supplies that they would normally hold onto or just buying extra because they're scared. So I started to realize, I said, more people and different people um, react to crises or react to situations different. Some people pray, some people dance, some people hoard, some people freak out, some people are more stable. And honestly, all I can tell you is that in the middle of adversity or in the middle of a crisis, in my last two episodes of being real, of being brave, I really think it just comes down to a couple of different questions. Like, how to stay during a stressful situation like how do you stay how do you how do you act how do you add value how do you um perceive it where's your perception so there's two types of different situations you can be in the middle of a crisis right now and say okay well i'm just going to sit still and not do anything. I'm going to wait till it's over. I'm going to wait until all the madness has died down. I'm going to wait until everybody starts to act back to normal. I'm going to wait, 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 and wait. Or you can say, I'm going to take some action. I don't know exactly what that action is. I may be a little bit scared. I may want to do a podcast. I may want to start writing that book. I may want to start to exercise. And God knows that you do not want to exercise. I may just want to start a book club. I may want to start a whatever, right? There's two types of people. Those that wait. And I am not telling you that waiting is wrong. I think that waiting for what is for you and waiting for the opportunity is something that you 
and everyone must do when you're dwelling and when you're seeking and when you're asking and when you're knocking on doors. But when you're in action, you're also waiting because you're, you're taking the action to move on to something, but you're waiting for whatever it is that is supposed to come, but not just sitting there, not doing or accomplishing anything. So what you focus on will expand, asking yourself, okay, am I more focused on my faith right now? And I am not talking about necessarily just religious terms, you guys. What are you faithful for? Like, what are you, what are you in faith of right now? That the whole thing will just blow over, not just what's going on, but any situation in your life. Maybe you had a problem with someone or in a relationship or in your household or in your finances, whatever it is, right? Are you more focused on that faith aspect of things or are you more focused on the fear? And the reason why I ask you that is because whatever you focus on will expand, meaning that whichever one you are feeding, what are you feeding every single day? Are you waking up? Are you allowing other people to mentor you? When I had this conversation, it really took me back because the person used the definition of grounded saying, I don't need to be motivated by anything or anyone. Um, I am more grounded than anything. And I respect that. However, I, I, in my belief is that I am always a student. So if you're not, if you're not learning how to grow yourself, then you're dying. So your focus is completely different, right? So which one are you feeding? Which one are you feeding? Are you feeding your faith or are you feeding your fear? What is troubling you? What is troubling you right now? Is it your finances? Is it um, your job? Is it that you feel that you don't have enough time? Is it your current situation? What is troubling you right now? And then how are you feeding that situation? You can call it a problem or you can call it a challenge. Are you feeding it with fear? Are you constantly telling yourself, oh man, because of this, this is not going to work out. Now I'm not going to have the money to do this. And then I'm going to lose my house. And then I don't know what to do with that. And then I'm going to, you're literally feeding. It's a spiral of out of control fear that will cause so many other emotions to emerge because we can't get a, a, a grip on, wait a minute, let me acknowledge this, but let me move on from it. And let me go ahead and feed a little bit of my faith. I'm not asking you to feed your faith 100%. I'm asking you to feed your faith 51% so that it overtakes that 49% of fear that a lot of people are currently facing right now. So what are you giving your energy to? What are you allowing in your life right now? Is it, is it, are you, are you giving your energy to in crisis and out of crisis? Because right now a lot of people may be feeding into their faith, but what happens when, when you're out of crisis, do you continue to feed that? Do you continue to grow yourself? Do you continue to add value? Do you continue to be kind? Do you continue to, or are you, are you giving energy to because you are in crisis? You know, what are you pushing on people? I talked about this before. Your fear can rub off on people, but so can your energy, so can your courage, so can your bravery. So what are you pushing on your family members? What are you pushing on your kids? Are you constantly feeding them fear? It's like when people come to me and they tell me, I'm so shy. And I have realized that that pertains to a part in your childhood that you were probably told you're shy, you're shy. You know, your parents, when you would walk to places, they would put you behind them. They would just let you play. And when people would come in, they would just say you're shy. And you believed it. 
You freaking believe that after so many years of being told that you're something, you finally believed that label. So now when you're older, you tell yourself, I'm shy. But that was just pushed upon you. That was something that was pushed throughout the years until you finally engraved it in your mind that that was the person you are. But that's not the truth. That's not the person that you that you maybe want to become. Maybe you want to inspire people. Maybe you want to be a motivational speaker. Maybe you want to write a book. Maybe you want to, I don't know, do what I do, which is in health and fitness, but it encompasses so many other things like empowerment of women and just people around the world. And you're like, how am I supposed to do this if I can't even talk to a person or to a screen or or on your social media, right? The best thing that I can tell you is feed your faith with action. Feed it. Take action every single day. Do something that is going to push you to become uncomfortable so then that you start to become that grounded, that balanced, that feeling like you have some sort of power over your life. So what are you pushing? Are you pushing faith or are you pushing fear into the ears of those that you love the most? When they're calling you during this time, when they're texting you during this time, when they're watching your social media during this time, are you being positive or are you being negative? Are you reposting? Are you sharing everything that negative that is going on? Are you taking the time to set, shed some light into their lives and some positivity or text them and tell them that, hey, I may not know exactly what tomorrow holds, but I just want to say that I love you and that I am here for you and that I still care. And I recently just had this conversation with someone um, that was very dear and close to me. And finally, um, after a couple of years, I, get, I received a text message. And this is very vulnerable for me to talk about, but I'm, I'm open for growth. Um, and I realized that I could have responded back negatively and I could have um, scolded and I could have said, why haven't you responded to me in so long? Instead, I did the complete opposite because I realized that God gives me grace. God gives me mercy. And if I never, if I didn't respond Every time God answered me and he was like, why didn't you respond to me? Duh, it was so clear what I asked of you to do and you still disobeyed me. I would have never want him to respond to me that way. So I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. And the reasoning for that was because I'm seeking. I'm seeking to be better and I want to feed my faith. I don't want to just feed and live in this fear of having to make people feel bad or having to bring them down to my level because I'm not willing to rise or to be better. If there's people in your life right now that are having faith and they're feeding positivity into your life in whatever aspect that they may be trying to and you may think it's it comes off different, it's really about you. They're trying to feed you with something positive. Be grateful. Thank them. Say, Hey, your positivity is annoying to me, but I'm still grateful because there's many other people, I guarantee you, that are not doing that, that are feeding fear, that the news media are watching, that you're constantly on. Someone told me I'm going crazy because of the news media. And I said, turn it off. Turn that shit off. Go put on a positive video. Go put on YouTube. Go put on some good music. Go light a candle. Go read a book. Go drink your tea. Go exercise. Girl, turn off the TV turn it off. It's not going to change from one second to the next, right? So what are you feeding? Are you feeding your faith or are you feeding your fear? What are you pushing on people around you when they get around you? How do they feel? Have you ever taken a time to 
just evaluate how you come off towards other people. I am not telling you to go off of based on their opinions, but I'm also telling you where is your energy? Where is your mindset? Where is um, what is needed for you to be that light right now when they need it the most? So what you focus on expands. So what does, I want to ask you guys a couple of questions. What does your new normal look like? I've heard so many people say this. I want things to get back to more normal. And I've realized that shit is not going to get back to normal. It's just not. So I'm not talking about just what's going on in the world. I'm talking about every single day. People every single day have situations, have their own life crises that they live in, um, their own, you know, things, their own challenges, their own promotions, their own amazing things that happen to them. So it could go either way. It could go if you're focusing on what's happening right now, the negative, or it could be like, okay, I chose this time to make the best of it. I did something. I wrote my own book. It got published. It sold thousands. You will never be the same. It will never be normal again because you decided to take some positive steps to be a better person, which in essentially no longer made your life that normal that you were expecting. Instead, now you're adding value to people. You're adding value to thousands because you took the time to do something good when it was when bad was going on. So what does your new normal look like? You know, are you trying to hold on to a routine or practices that have outlived their time? Are you trying to hold on to the same routine that you were doing before when you had a job that you could go to now? Meaning that maybe you were sitting around at your job because that's what it entitled you to, to sit around, type all day on the computer, and now all you're doing is wasting your time on social media when you could be doing something super positive, super valuable to your life and into others. So what are you holding on to? What is what is a practice that is no longer serving you that you're still holding on to? Maybe that was, that's what needed to be revealed to you during this time. So it could cause you to connect the dots to be like, I need some type of change for the better. Where in my life can I actively let go and open myself to new, more promising possibilities? Where in your life right now? Is it emotionally? Is it spiritually? Is it physically? For me, I know that when I was ready finally to take on my physical journey, which is how all of this started, and it has obviously evolved into so much more because I have allowed myself for it to happen, um, I was just ready. I was so sick of being tired that I was like, I just need to make a change. So when I made the change and I decided to make a change, I realized I couldn't use my old habits my downhill old habits to be lazy, to use excuses to say that I was busy. We are all busy. Whether we're not as busy as we were before, we're all still busy. Maybe you went from going and working a nine to five, but now you're at home homeschooling your three kids because you have to. You're still busy. It doesn't excuse the fact that there's other things that you also need to prioritize because you're getting the signs to say, this is the time for you to change in order for you to be able to homeschool your three, four kids. You need to at least have some sort of well-balanced, grounded, there's that word, grounded emotional and mental balance to be stable, to not freak out when none of your kids are listening to what their teachers or what you are saying. 
that is talking to me. So working on my mindset every day, getting an hour or 30 minutes of exercise and me being able to help other people do that virtually, like that soothes my soul because I know how it felt to do things alone. I knew how it felt to start a journey that I had no idea where it was going to take me. Yeah, I was scared, but I was more scared of staying the same than having some sort of change, some sort of something happen, knowing that I that I needed, that I needed it more than anything. So ask yourself, unless you're willing to focus and try to keep the same situation, then you will continue to stay in that negative mindset. And maybe it's not negative to you. Maybe you see that as your normal. But I guarantee you that if you take a glimpse of what your future holds, if you got a glimpse of how amazing you could possibly be by just expanding and focusing and giving your energy and feeding yourself with the light and feeding yourself and allowing yourself to grow in the process in every aspect, things can only get better from there. So asking yourself, once again, you guys, where in your life can you actively let go of the things that are no longer serving you and open yourself to new and more promising possibilities? For me, Before all of this happened, it was in my health. It was taking care of me. It was getting my physical results. It was being in good health. It was feeling good because I have a long family history of different things that I said, I will not allow this to continue with me. I will break some generational curses and I will be the example for when I have kids. And we have said that. So I had to let go of my parents' old habits. I had to let go of how I was raised in a way to be able to now set new standards and new rules and new practices for my family and generations to come. Where else do you have to let go? I had to let go of ego. I still have to let go of ego. Where in your life can you let go of the things that are no longer serving you to focus on feeding your faith and starving your fears? So what you focus on expands. I hope that this finds you at a time that you need the most. I hope that this finds you when when you're like, okay, I need something. I need something right now. But not just that, that you use this and you put it into freaking action. Nothing is going to happen if you do not take some sort of action to better your life every single day, whatever that is for you. For me, it's getting to see an amazing group of women that message me and say, hey, I started to exercise today. I'm eating a little bit better today. These are my results. I'm down this much. I feel this much. I just want to let you know that I started to listen to different podcasts, that I started to feeling good about myself, that I started to gain confidence, that I started to help other people do the same. That shit rubs off on people. That rubs off on people, your rave, your courage, your positivity, your wisdom, your your willingness to be better will rub off on people. So I hope that you guys have an amazing rest of your day or your night whenever you are listening to this. And I hope that it inspires you to want more and be more and give more. I will see you guys on the next one. Have a blessed, blessed day. Let's get it.